0: All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who-Dat Discussion. Powered by Overtime, Overtime Media. What is up, who Nation? Welcome into another regular season edition of the who Dat Discussion. As always, I am your host Andrew Galata. You can follow me on Twitter at Andrew Galata, and then also you can follow the Who Dat Discussion on Twitter at The Who Dat Dis, and we have a preview episode coming here for you guys today. We got the Saints, we got the Chargers, the Saints coming off of a really nice win over the Lions where they were shorthanded, they had the COVID scare, and they were able to really gut out a win, and that to me was really big for this team, and hopefully that gets them going in the right direction and gets that momentum really going for this team and i think that is definitely a possibility here today so this game is going to be monday night football we're going to start off with our notes then move over to our intriguing matchups and then finish off with our group by group preview here so starting off with our notes and as we always do what vegas is saying what the analytics are saying with espn's fpi so the Saints are seven and a half point favorites to win this Monday night matchup year. They also have a 77.6% chance to win according to ESPN's matchup predictor, which is according to the FPI kind of analytics program that ESPN has here. And again, this is very good. I think that the Saints will definitely be overwhelming favorites in this game because again, this is one of those matchups here where I really feel like the Saints have the edge in a lot of different matchups here. And I think they do outclass the Chargers in so many different ways. And also, it doesn't help that the Chargers are coming in very banked up, probably like the Saints, but the Saints, to me, got a very encouraging injury report, and you can't say the same there for the Chargers. So they're going to be without a lot of key players, and I think the Saints could really take advantage of that. So that's something that you should definitely look for. I think injuries is really going to be the big thing for the Chargers that's going to hinder them in this game. And look, the Saints played a game earlier this year against the Raiders where it seems like they should outclass the Raiders, and they just didn't. So I'm hoping that the Saints this time around could come in, outclass the Chargers, and get a nice win here on Monday Night Football. Seems like they should get at least a little bit more healthy in this one. And again, I'm really excited for this game. I'm optimistic about this game, especially after last week's performance. I think that is really, really big here for the Saints. So moving over to what the Chargers did last week, and they played the Bucs. Buccaneers did lose Thursday night against the Bears, so now they're at 3-2. So that means if the Saints win on Monday, they will have the division lead. So that's obviously really, really big there. But this Chargers versus Bucks game where the Bucks won by 7, again, this offense for the Buccaneers dominated. Tom Brady had a great game with five touchdowns. And again, this secondary for the Chargers is banged up. And I really feel like the Saints could definitely take advantage of that. I mean, you saw Tom Brady throw for almost 370 yards. As I said, five touchdowns. I mean, quarterback rating of 117. Like, that's really good. They were able to run the ball really well. You we had Ronald Jones have over 100 yards rushing and 5.6 yards to carry. Mike Evans had a big day. Seven catches, 122 yards and a touchdown. So again, this Chargers off uh, defense, excuse me got gashed and again they did get a pick six though off Brady I want to say that but I feel like the Saints could definitely take advantage of this secondary so and and also the rushing game as well because they are just banged up and they were obviously coming into this year kind of in that quarterback change they have Justin Herbert starting in this one and he's actually played really good here for the Chargers I mean in this game he was 20 of 25 290 yards three touchdowns and that's a great game so he's played really well for this Chargers team here early in the season, excuse me, and he actually took over Tyrod Taylor. If you remember that whole thing back in week two where Taylor was supposed to be the starter, but then what happened basically was they punctured his lung when they were giving him a shot to help him play that week, and he has been inactive ever since for the last two weeks. He should be back this week, but Herbert's going to start, so that's going to be very interesting. So Herbert's play has now showed that he can definitely be a quarterback here right now at the NFL level, so that means he's going to be starting for the Chargers, and again, he had a really good game last week, and right now, this Chargers team, in last week's game, they lost Austin Eckler, which we're going to get to later, and that really hurt their ability to run the ball, so again, it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints are able to do, how they can take advantage of this Chargers team, and right now, this team that is definitely falling apart here due to injury, so... Again, that is a little unfortunate because I think they have a ton of talent on this team. But right now, injuries are killing them. Just going quickly to some team stats. We have for the offense, the Saints are 16th in yards and 6th in points. And the Chargers are 6th in yards and 27th in points. So what that really shows is the Saints have been able to convert, especially last week. They were able to convert very, very well in the red zone. And now they're 6th in points. They've been able to score, I mean, over 30 points, 3 out of the 4 weeks. That makes you really believe that you should win a lot of games if you're scoring over 30 points, and they're averaging 30.8 points a game, so that's really good, and I feel like the Saints right now are hitting their stride in offense, and we're going to get into that later as well, because I'm really excited to see what the Saints can do, especially with Michael Thomas seemingly returning this week, so that's obviously really big there, and then with the Chargers, they've been getting down the field, but they haven't been converting into points, and I think a lot of that has to do with them being behind in games, so some of those yards are probably like garbage yards, but again, I think right now, the Chargers, they have played a lot of close games, but I feel like, especially with these injuries, that morale is going to start to fade, and unless Justin Herbert can really rally the troops as a rookie and have an amazing game, I would be surprised if they have a ton of success in this one. Over on the defense, the Saints are actually 6th in yards and 25th in points, which is Again, is definitely concerning for the Saints because they are so good in yards, but for points, it's not translating to the points per game, a low points per game total. And what's interesting, the Saints are actually giving up 30.8 points a game as well. So right now, the Saints have scored 30.8 points a game, and they've given up 30.8 points a game. So right now, their um, plus minus is zero for these games, which is actually kind of interesting. A two and two team with a plus and minus of zero. That kind of makes sense here for the Saints And again, I feel like, again, I think the Saints defense, they've been hit in a few very fundamental areas. Injuries also as well, I think, have hindered them. I think they looked better last week, and I think they are going to continue to get better. And especially when you get more healthy, that's going to help too. So again, I expect the Saints defense to kind of get better each week. It may not be, oh, we're the best defense ever this week, but I think they should get better. And that's what I think I'm going to challenge them to do this week is. You had a good performance or good enough performance against the Lions. Now let's take it to the next step. And then the next week to the next step. I think that would be really big here for this defense. And the Chargers, they are 19th in points, or excuse me, 19th in yards allowed a game. And then they're 11th in points allowed. So I think right now for the Chargers, before the mass injuries to Derwin James, Melvin Ingram, I mean, Chris Harris, like they had three major guys on their defense go down. Before that, when these guys were healthy, they were excelling and they were doing really well after, especially last week against the Bucks, those holes showed. And I think that's going to be the same this week. So they may be 11th in points allowed right now, but I don't expect that to stay the same here because, again, there are a lot of holes now in the secondary with three major pieces out here for the Chargers. And then also, it looks like Joey Bosa is going to be questionable. He didn't practice on Thursday. So if he's out too, again, that's going to be something that is really going to be interesting to see who's available and who's not for this Chargers team because right now it looks like a ton of holes here on this defense and then when you lose Eckler on offense that's really tough so before we do get over to our intriguing matchups I do want to look at the injury report real quick on Thursday we're recording this Friday morning so we only have one day of practice in the books here but for the Saints to me overall pretty good because you have three did not practices with Janoris Jenkins, Justin Hardy, and Deontay Harris but everyone else at least practiced in a limited fashion. So that means Michael Thomas practiced. Marshawn Lattimore practiced. You had Marcus Davenport practice. Ryan Ramchick practiced, which I think is really big. Jared Cook practiced. Andrews Pete practiced. That's really good signs here for the Saints that at least some of these guys are going to come back and play. And I think Michael Thomas will play in this one. I think Davenport will play in this one. I really hope Ramchick plays in this one. I think this is going to be really big for him to play because the Saints offense without Ramchek definitely looked like it had a hole. So, okay, maybe it's because his backup last week was Ethan Greenidge, and obviously he's a young player, inexperienced, and now this week it's going to be James Hurst, who's a more experienced player, but basically an average tackle here in the league. He's played tackle for a pretty long time with the Ravens, so he can be a guy that comes up in here and is able to just stabilize the position for a week and not have it be just, like, completely dominated and again, I think that Hurst will play if Ramsek is out. And hopefully that's a little less cause for concern. But right now, I think Ramsek practicing Thursday is a really good side in this one. I mean, you have Jared Cook, Andrews Pete. Again, I hope they can go. And that would just elevate this offense even more. But I think both of those losses, the Saints can overcome. And then over on the did not practice. I mean, you have Janoris Jenkins. It doesn't look like he's going to play again. But if the Saints get Lattimore back, that is a huge step in the right direction. And if Patrick Robinson has another really big game, I don't think you're as concerned as you were last week. So that's obviously really good. Deontay Harris, if he doesn't play, he's a guy that is going to hurt on your special teams. And again, that's tough. Same with Justin Hardy, but they're not huge, huge, huge losses where, you know, you're not going to win a game because of them. That's obviously not the case. So that is going to wrap up the Saints injury report. And then moving over to the Chargers, they had five players that didn't practice. And that's something that is definitely concerning for them. And a lot of them are starters. You have Trey Turner, who's a starter. He did not practice. Brian Bulaga, their starting right tackle. He did not practice. Mike Williams, their second receiver, didn't practice. Austin Eckler didn't practice as well. And he's not going to go in this game. He's a four to six week timetable. So it's probably almost definite that he will not play in this Monday night matchup, and then Joey Bosa also did not practice, if those players don't play, or at least a a few of them don't play, that's huge losses for the Chargers, and that's something that I think will hurt them in this game, because again, the Saints are coming in at least a little more healthy, and at least starting to click a little bit, and the Chargers, they won their first game, and they've lost three straight, so it's like two different directions right now, and for the Chargers, it definitely is unfortunate because they did look really good, and then they just got hurt. But at a certain point, that's going to really hurt your morale, and I think this could be a game in the Dome Monday night here. Obviously, the Saints have had a ton of success in the Drew Brees, Sean Payton era Monday night, even though they lost in Week 2. I am expecting here a big game from the Saints, and I think that has a lot to do with momentum here in this one. So moving over to our intriguing matchups here. First one is going to be Justin Herbert versus the Saints defense and I think really the big thing with Herbert and defending Herbert is gonna be getting pressure we always say it about rookie quarterbacks if you can get pressure on them if you're able to make them speed up their decision making you're gonna have some success and hopefully Marcus Davenport is back for this game and he is able to apply some pressure on Herbert Cameron Jordan looks to kind of leapfrog after last week when he got on the board with his first sack here of the 2020 season. And I think that could be really big. Like if he could have a dominant game, Davenport coming back, I think will elevate his play. And then you add Trey Hendrickson and then up the middle as well. Onyamana Rankins, you're hoping that you can get pressure on him there too. And the thing with Herbert that's really been good this year for him is that arm because his deep ball is his specialty right now and obviously the Saints have had some issues with the deep ball and coverage laps this season, so getting that pressure early and often, getting to the quarterback quickly, just getting the timing off, that could be really big to giving Herbert some difficulties, and that's something that I think the Saints have struggled a little bit with, those like star rookie quarterbacks, it's like getting a ton of pressure, and I think that was most prevalent in that kind of 2014 to 2016 2012 teams like the really bad Saints defenses did awful against rookie quarterbacks then in the last few years it's gotten better which obviously is a test to how good Dennis Allen's defenses have been playing compared to those just awful Saints defenses of the past and I think that again if the Saints defense is truly back and they're truly kind of going to leapfrog off of last week's positive performance They're going to have some success here against Herbert, and this is going to be definitely a matchup to look at. Moving over to our second intriguing matchup, and it's going to be Drew Brees, his connection with the Saints receivers here, with Michael Thomas hopefully coming back, and then Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith, I think definitely more importantly, or at least that's what I'm really looking at, obviously with Michael Thomas as well, and getting him back into the offense, back in sync after his injury. But if he can continue... That connection with Sanders and Smith, I think that could be really big here for the Saints, and especially with that Chargers banged up secondary. As I said before, they are without Derwin James, who's their star safety, Chris Harris Jr., who was their free big free agent addition here as a cornerback, and that is really big here for the Saints to try to take advantage of those holes due to injury. Now, obviously, they still have a pretty good team and pretty good group here. For the Chargers, Desmond King's obviously really good, Casey Hayward's good, but those safeties, especially without James, is hurt for sure, so that's something that I think the Saints could definitely take advantage of. You have Tom Brady who threw five touchdowns against the secondary last week, so again, that's something that I think Drew Brees can have a big day in, and they were really, the Buccaneers were able to pick apart that secondary, and again, the Saints do play in a kind of similar way than the Buccaneers, so I can definitely see the Saints taking advantage of In that respect, I mean, especially with Sanders and Smith. I mean, you have last week, they combined for 10 catches, 147 yards, two touchdowns, and caught a ton of just clutch catches for this team. And I expect that to continue. Breeze also had a really good game. So we're looking really for that game and that connection to kind of take the next level in this one. So that's going to be really big here for the Saints. And I definitely feel like the Saints could take advantage. I mean, the receivers for the Bucks went off. Evans had a huge game. Scotty Miller had a big game. O.J. Howard had a big game, and this was without Chris Godwin. So again, they were able to really have a ton of success. So I do expect the Saints to have at least a close game here to what the Bucks were able to do last week. Now, that's obviously going to be very difficult. They did have five passing touchdowns, which is going to be really hard, and I don't think the Saints will do, especially when you have Alva Kamara and Latavius Murray running the ball. And even last week, the Bucks had success against the run too. So, or with the run, excuse me. So again, I feel like That's obviously going to be a huge matchup to watch here. If Drew Brees can continue his better play, because obviously those first two games, there were a lot of questions, but I said, hang in there. It's not as bad as people are saying. And then the last two games, to me, he's looked very good. And last week, especially, he looked amazing. That was vintage Drew Brees' performance. Now we want another one. So that's going to be really big here in this Monday night matchup. Moving over to our final intriguing matchup here. And that's going to be how the Chargers replace Austin Eckler against this great Saints rush defense here. And I think this is something that we definitely have to look at because if the Saints can stop the run, especially without Austin Eckler, again, you're going to make Herbert throw a ton. And when rookie quarterbacks throw a ton, at least a few of those throws are going to be bad decisions. And you're hoping you could take advantage of those. And again, I think the Saints could definitely do that because you're looking at this game here against the Buccaneers like the Chargers were winning for most of this game and they only had 46 rushing yards that obviously cannot happen and if you're them right now your leading rusher was Justin Herbert which is obviously something you don't want your quarterback that's obviously not a rushing quarterback here and an extremely mobile quarterback to have as your leading rusher I mean you have Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly who are the two main guys that are going to replace Eckler and they combined for 15 carries And only 16 yards. That obviously cannot happen for them if they're going to come out with a victory here against the Saints. And honestly, life doesn't get easier. The Saints are obviously an amazing rush defense. And right now, again, with that poor rushing performance last week, I don't know if I expect them to do much better this week. So again, I feel like if the Saints can really stop the run, and they basically make the Chargers one-dimensional... It's going to be a huge key to winning this game. And Eckler, obviously, also through the receiving game as well. He's obviously a threat. He won't be there. So, again, this can be a huge area for the Saints to really attack because, again, this dev coming into the year, you would think it would be pretty good because you have Kelly and Jackson, and they were supposed to be kind of some good backup players here and backup skill players for the Chargers. And last week, they just didn't show it. So I feel like, again... If the Saints are able to make the Chargers one-dimensional, especially if they get up a little bit, I think that could be really big here in this one. So that's definitely something to look at. And then also, how are the Chargers going to replace Eckler's receiving game? Is it going to be with the running backs? Is it going to be leaning more on Keenan Allen, Hunter Henry, who obviously the Saints have had trouble with tight ends, so maybe they get Henry in to have a big game in this one. But right now, I think for the Saints, it's going to be... Definitely interesting to see how the Chargers replace Eckler, and if they do it with their running backs, if they do it with their tight ends and receivers, it's going to be very interesting there. But before we get into our group-by-group preview, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat Discussion podcast. Welcome back into the Who Dat Discussion And now we're going to get into our group-by-group preview, as always, here. And we're going to start off with our quarterbacks, then move through our skill position players, offensive line, flip it over to the defense, talk about the defensive line, linebackers, and then also the secondary, and then finish off with some special teams and coaching talk here. So with the quarterbacks, we got Breeze, we got Herbert, and I'm going to take Breeze. I'm going to take the... Old veteran compared to the young rookie. I, I really think that this game on Monday Night Football, a lot of people from the outlook are like, why are the Chargers and Saints playing Monday Night Football? And first of all, this is probably going to be Breeze's. I mean, it's definitely going to be probably Breeze's last matchup against his former team, the Chargers. And the Chargers got a new quarterback, so this is kind of like you got the rookie quarterback, and then you got Breeze, the the legend, the veteran here. It's definitely a very interesting storyline, and I'm going to take Breeze. I mean, right now. Everyone's talking about Breeze if he's done. If he's not, I think last week definitely silenced that awe. And overall this season, he's had a pretty good statistical season. I mean, over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, two picks. I mean, he's played a quarter of the season. So if you multiply all that by four, that's over 30 touchdowns. That's less than 10 interceptions, and that's over 4,000 yards passing. That's a pretty good season, if you ask me. And I think that's one that the Saints could definitely have success with. I think Breeze right now is going to have a huge game. You have the Chargers secondary that's definitely a little shaky right now because of the injuries. And I feel like the Saints could definitely take advantage of it. I'm definitely interested to see if he can further that connection with Emmanuel Sanders and Traquan Smith. But I also think with Michael Thomas back, that's going to be huge. And I think Breeze is going to take advantage of it. And I think he's going to have a really big game in this one. Under the lights, obviously, the last game on Monday Night Football wasn't so good for Breeze, So I think he's going to use that as motivation, really have an amazing effort here against the Chargers, and with Herbert, we kind of talked about it, but I feel like the Saints definitely have a clear way to get some success on Herbert. He's been very, very good early in the season. He's played three games. He's thrown for over 900 yards, five touchdowns, but he does have three interceptions, and I really think right now the Saints could stop the run, make Herbert kind of get in those tons of passing situations, and then bring the pressure, and make him make some bad decisions, and the Saints are going to be successful in this one if they do that. Now, maybe they won't, maybe they will, but I think the Saints could definitely disrupt Herbert. I think they could have a big game, and I'm kind of expecting that for the Saints, and I'm going to take the Saints here with the quarterbacks. Moving over to the skill position group here for the Saints and Chargers. Now, obviously, with Austin Eckler out, I think that's a huge hole for the Chargers, but I'm going to say Michael Thomas is going to come back in this game. So basically, this prediction is going to be on with Michael Thomas. So that's kind of the thing here. Like, if he doesn't play, this may change a little bit. But I'm going to take the Saints because I think that right now, with the Saints having Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, Alvin Kamara, and then also Latavius Murray adding to that. If Jared Cook plays this game, that's another just good weapon, Pro Bowl-type weapon here for the Saints. And you just got to think that right now, I don't know how defenses are going to cover all these guys and a Hall of Fame quarterback (laughs) <laughs> kind of controlling it all. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I think the Saints offense has a ton of potential and they obviously haven't hit their full stride and they still scored over 30 points a game, which is obviously really good. I just don't see how defenses can stop Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Emmanuel Sanders, Jared Cook. I just don't see it. And maybe I'm missing something, but right now, I think the Saints coming into this, this, this game, at least, I think their skill position group is better than the Chargers, but the Chargers have a good group. They got Keenan Allen. They have... Mike Williams, Hunter Henry looks like a really solid tight end here, and that's going to be something the Saints have to key in on. They did it better last week. Now it's going to kind of take that next step here with Henry, and the Saints are going to have to defend the tight ends well again, so that's going to be something that's really big. Williams is questionable, so that's something to look at, but I think right now the receiving cores for these teams are pretty comparable But then when you move over to the running backs, Saints have a clear edge here. And that's why I'm going to take the Saints. And also the tight ends are comparable in my mind too. But when you look at what the Saints are able to do here with the running backs, especially without Eckler, I think the Saints are really above and beyond here on this one. Moving over to the O-line, I do think that both of these offensive lines are pretty solid. And obviously the Chargers offensive line is going to have to be good to give Herbert time to throw those deep balls. And kind of elude some pressure here in this one. And they're kind of an average offensive line. I'm not going to say they're great. not going to say they're awful. And really right now for the Saints, I feel like it's a push if Ramchek doesn't play. Because Ramchak, he's an all-pro player. Without him, this Saints offensive line definitely goes down a ton. So that's kind of what I'm going to say. If he does play, I think the Saints do have the edge. I think that's the same with Pete as well. I feel like if Pete plays, I think the Saints are going to definitely see an increase in, in production here. And again, if... You see the him not play, but Ramcheck play. I still think the Saints have the edge. But if he plays and Ramcheck plays, it's going to be very, very close. Maybe I give the Saints an edge. It's going to be very interesting. But if Ramcheck plays, I think that the Saints have a clear edge. If he doesn't, I'm going to give it a push. So that is the case there. Moving over to the defensive line. And coming into the season, I mean, the Chargers had a really good defensive line here. You have Joey Bosa, Melvin Ingram. You have Jerry Tillery, Limbault Joseph all these guys, I mean, pretty, really solid players, and then you have Melvin Ingram on IR, Joey Boza did not practice on Thursday, and he's questionable, or most likely going to be questionable going into this game, that's something that, to me, is very disappointing for the Chargers, because if these guys are healthy, they really have an amazing pass rush, but right now, I feel like with the Saints, with Cameron Jordan, with Davenport, with their solid play up the middle, if, I would say, if Bosa is out, I'm going to give the edge to the Saints. If Bosa plays, I'm going to call it a push, and then that's kind of it right now. And if Davenport plays, I feel like that's also going to give some, the Saints a little extra juice, and again, I think that's going to help them. But right now, I'm going to give it a push if Bosa plays. If he doesn't, I think the Saints have the clear edge in that one. Moving over to the linebackers, and again, we've seen some great play out of Demario Davis. Alex Anzaloni has kind of been average. I wouldn't say he's played outstanding, but I haven't. I wouldn't say he's played awful either. So that's kind of what I feel with him there. And this linebacking group here for the Chargers, have, to me, has struggled a little bit. They didn't play very well last week. They gave up a touchdown to O.J. Howard. And also they had that touchdown given up to Kashawn Vaughn here out of the backfield. I think that right now, when you look at that Chargers linebacking corps, I think coming into the season, that was probably their worst group. So they obviously added Kenneth Murray, who was kind of a guy in the draft that they keyed in on. They actually leapfrogged over the Saints to get him. And I think right now, I'm going to go with the Saints here. But again, I can see the linebackers for the Chargers having a bigger effect because they just use them more. But I feel like right now with DeMario Davis, right now the Chargers have no one compared to DeMario Davis right now. And I feel like the Saints definitely have that edge. They have the best player. I think with Alex Anzalone, I think he would probably... He would fit in well with that uh, Chargers group. But I think right now, I'm going to give the edge to the Saints because they got that best player. And I think out of all the linebackers, DeMario Davis is going to make the biggest impact onto this game. But don't be surprised if the Chargers come up and have a good game with the linebackers. It's going to be interesting to see how they guard Alvin Kamara because they have no one, nobody excuse me, that they can go one-on-one with Alvin Kamara with. So they're probably going to have to bracket him. And that's going to leave a lot of one-on-one coverages and opportunities for guys such as Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, Traquan Smith hopefully Jared Cook as well. Again, I think it's just going to be very, very hard for this Chargers team to stop the Saints. That's just my full-on opinion. And when you have Alma Kamara playing like the Offensive Player of the Year, I just don't know how it's going to be possible here for this defense. And moving over to the secondary here, and I'm going to give it a push if Lattimore plays. I think Lattimore will play, so I'm going to give it a push. If he doesn't play, I'm going to give the edge here to the Chargers, even though they have Derwin James and Chris Harris out and right now, I mean, look, they still have Desmond King, Casey Hayward, who are, to me, very solid. Their safeties right now with Rashawn Jenkins and Nasir Adderley, excuse me, there, I feel like those guys, I'll call them average right now here for the safeties, and right now, I feel like the same safeties, you have Chauncey Garner-Johnson playing really well, CD Deuce playing, to me, very well, and then you have guys like Malcolm Jenkins, who's been up and down, and then you have Marcus Williams, who's been up and down, so, Again, right now, I feel like those guys, they're going to get better. And I think they're going to really stabilize their play. Hoping it's this week. And this secondary played a gutsy performance last week when they were playing shorthanded. Now you're hoping to get a little more healthy and you kind of leapfrog last week's performance. And you could use that as a launching pad here for this Monday night game. And special teams and coaching. I feel like the Saints do have the edge over Anthony Lynn here with the coaching. And a lot of Chargers fans have been kind of talking about Anthony Lynn, how they're not giving Herbert enough chances to really sling it deep. But I think right now, Anthony Lynn is a really good coach. I just really feel like after last week, Sean Payton got his guys to play really well and the play calling was on point. It was in sync with Drew Brees and I expect that to continue. So I do think that the Saints coaching is better. Special teams is pretty interesting right now, as I think both teams do have pretty solid special teams, but the Saints are without Deontay Harris, or could be without Deontay Harris, and then also you have Justin Hardy, who could be out of this one as well. That will definitely hinder the Saints right now in special teams, but you do have lots, you do have Morstead. Morstead has been a little shaky. Hate to say it, but that's really been the case. I'm going to give it a push, and I don't think special team is going to win the Saints the game. I don't think it's going to lose them the game. I think the same could be said about the Chargers, so that's really what I'm thinking there about special teams. So overall, I think the Saints have a clear edge in this one, and I think they're going to win this game. I'm going to say they're going to score 35 points and win 35 to 20, a double-digit win. I think the Saints will have a double-digit win in this one. I think that right now, I'd be surprised if they put up another egg and another bad game on Monday Night Football. And I think the Saints are going to use that momentum from last week, and they're going to win this game in convincing fashion. So... I'm going to give the Saints the win in this one. So I think with all that said, it is time to wrap up this podcast. If you like what we're doing here at the Who Dat Discussion, you should definitely follow us on all of our social media platforms. So that means on Twitter, you can follow us at the Who Dat Dis. Personally on Twitter, you can follow me at Andrew Galata, And then also on Instagram, you can follow the podcast at Who Dat Discussion. And then also you can listen to the Who Dat Discussion wherever you get all of your other podcasts. So that means iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We are on all of those sites. Definitely on iTunes, leave that five-star review as well. So that is going to wrap up here this preview. I think the Saints have some clear edges that they're going to execute and they're going to really make it apparent that they're the better team. And I think they're going to win this game by double digits and have a really good convincing performance to show that they are Super Bowl contenders once again. So, I think with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for listening, turn it loose, and hoodat!